to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 281 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis. Today, we're going to be talking about treating medial epicondylitis or golfer's elbow. We'll be talking about different treatment at different time frames. We'll talk about conservative management techniques, helpful modalities that you can use to treat golfer's elbow, the appropriateness of bracing, exercise tips, and so much more. If you don't mind holding with us just for a moment, we'll hear a word from our sponsors. You've all seen the name Chattanooga in rehab clinics. Chattanooga has been a staple for all your traditional clinical equipment needs, and they are now carrying modalities including high-powered laser, focus shockwave, and radial pressure wave devices. These modalities have the ability to transform your practice from both a clinical and revenue standpoint. Trust me, I have patients traveling over an hour to come have radial pressure wave treatment in our clinic. Click the link in the show notes to request a quote, schedule an in-person demo, or get more information on their new modalities. You can also visit their website at www.lightforcemedical.com. Welcome back, everyone. Well, I think it's pretty well recognized that conservative treatment is the way to go when treating golfer's elbow. Um, This is not something that is usually managed surgically unless it is, you know, been going on for over a year and really not responding to all conservative uh, management. So what I want to do today is just talk a little bit about how we would manage this if we saw the patient at different stages of their injury. So if they come in early on acutely and you don't see this very often, usually people try to take care of this by themselves and they Google a bunch of stuff and they they try to self-manage at first. Um, But if somebody has had this, you know, for a couple of weeks, maybe they were um, pulling on something really hard or gripping, like trying to start a lawnmower or a snowblower and maybe the handle got stuck and they were gripping and pulling at the same time. They had this sudden discomfort in the medial part of the elbow or maybe they just had this sudden increase in repetitive gripping maybe they were practicing tennis decided to you know practice for an extra hour or just do a little more hitting Um, so anything like that that would cause this acute flare-up of this flexor pronator group where it attaches to the medial epicondyle um, and and this gets inflamed irritated swollen sometimes Um, when you see these people early on like this education is the key All right, we've got to stop those aggravating factors. We've got to let this settle down a little bit. We've got to decrease the inflammation, probably some non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or maybe even a a topical cream like Voltaren that has some non-steroidal in it Um, because that epicondyle is really close to the skin there. um, A topical could be beneficial. I am a big advocate of iontophoresis with dexamethasone sodium phosphate. Um, I think that penetrates really well at the medial elbow, and I've seen some really good success with that. Now, if somebody has developed some swelling acutely because of uh, medial epicondylitis, then compression, a compression sleeve could be helpful in a situation like this. Now, a lot of people are directed to ice the medial epicondyle area. Now, it's fine. Ice is a pain reliever. It doesn't get rid of inflammation, doesn't get rid of swelling, but it is a pain reliever. 
but you need to be careful of that ulnar nerve in the cubital tunnel. It's very easy to freeze that nerve, so taking a commercial ice pack and wrapping it around the inside of the elbow is not a good idea. You need to make sure that you have some extra layers there so it doesn't cool that ulnar nerve too much. Probably focus your ice a little more anteriorly um, in front of the cubital tunnel so you don't hit that ulnar nerve. Um, so that is something you want to take into consideration. Now, some of these people may have difficulty at night because they are sleeping, you know, with that arm hyperflexed or um, maybe they're straightening it out and it's bothering them. You could always use a uh, like a nighttime splint for the wrist to keep it in a neutral position, uh, something like a wrist cock up splint, but it doesn't even need to be cocked up. I would kind of straighten it out to a neutral position just so that you don't hyperflex the wrist. Um, and you could try that out if you feel that the patient is maybe hyperflexing the elbow. You can also put them into kind of like a little pillow splint or um, just a, a 90 degree splint so that they don't hyperflex that elbow. Now, the next stage, what you want to do is you want to start to regain range of motion, okay, at the elbow. You want to make sure that they have full supination, pronation, full extension of the elbow, um, and you want to gain better wrist extension. That's important. So work on regaining that motion. Now, you need to remember that, you know, the research pretty well shows that if you don't have good proximal stability in the shoulders and the scapular region, you're at higher risk of developing lateral epicondylitis and medial epicondylitis. So um, I am huge on early shoulder rehab when people have medial epicondylitis. So I may put them through some early rotator cuff strengthening, but if gripping is a problem, you want to use, you know, um, wrist straps or, or uh, if you're tying them to a machine of some sort, like a cable column, use a some sort of a wrist strap so they don't have to grip as much. Um, or you could also use ankle weights around the wrists, especially if you're going to be doing like shoulder abduction or flexion or external rotation type exercises. So take that into consideration that you should try to avoid over gripping too early if you find that is going to flare them up. Um, I also like to do soft tissue mobilization to the flexor and pronator muscle group, either with a foam roller, I might do some soft tissue massage to that muscle group, um, or you can even use like a, um, like a lacrosse ball and knead that in the forearm musculature back and forth while you are flexing and extending the arm just to try to get that to loosen that muscle group up. Um, you want to make sure that you are not doing a lot of soft tissue work or foam rolling right over the epicondyle where that flexor pronator group attaches. Um, that could really agitate and aggravate that. I also am big on blood flow restriction training early on because we want to get this human growth hormone release. You put the bands on at the, um, you know, just below the deltoids and you do a little blood flow restriction while doing upper extremity strengthening. It might just be gentle, you know, range of motion of the wrist or some simple isometrics into wrist flexion. Uh, your pronation strengthening exercises, which are very important. If you want to start that with a super lightweight, um, do it with blood flow restriction on and you'll get so much more benefit um, in regards to, you know, the prevention of uh, atrophy to the forearm and also just getting that human growth hormone release. Uh, we know that the research is out there uh, with benefit to doing BFR with lateral epicondylitis and uh, lateral elbow tendinopathy. Um, I can't see where it would be harmful for somebody who is using it for golfer's elbow. Uh, 
I also like to start with some isometric exercises into flexion. So I basically place the um, arm on the patient's leg if they're sitting in a chair or uh, the forearm on a table with the hand hanging off the edge of the table. And I may not start with a dumbbell at first because that extra gripping may bother them. So they may keep the fingers, you know, straight open. And I may put just like a small plate weight, keep them in a neutral position. I like to go 15 to 30 seconds to start with, but as they get a little bit better, you want to increase that to like, you know, 45 seconds to try to increase that isometric load. But ultimately, you need to remember that people develop this because of um, repetitive use and high use to the arms. So it's important that you get them back into work simulation type activities or sport simulation type activities. Um, I also like to strongly recommend an ergonomic evaluation. Uh, take a look at what they're doing at their workplace or with the sports that they're they're working with. If if they have you know uh, tools that are working with that are very small in regards to the handle, enlarge that uh, that handle so they don't have to grip so hard. Um, you know if they are pulling on an object that is very slippery, making that object a little more sticky and um, you know so that they don't have to grip as hard is very important vibratory type tools or activities can aggravate them while they are gripping and grasping also. So, you know, check out that ergo setup and see if there's anything there you can modify. Now, I'm also big on, you know, getting blood flow to the upper extremity. So a postural strengthening program is very important. I like to work on periscapular strengthening, like thumbs up exercises while you're on a total back or maybe on a bench press bench. Uh, I like to work on external rotation of the shoulders with people with these issues. And uh, that seems to really play into this really well. So make sure that you focus on that also, because I think getting good blood flow to the upper extremity with good posture is very important. Now, let's say somebody comes into you and they've had a history of medial elbow pain and you've ruled out any sort of, you know, cubital tunnel issue or maybe ruled out um, any other issue that could be causing medial elbow pain. Um, take them through and and try something like radial pressure wave therapy and treat them like an opathy more so than just a an itis okay um, so making sure they have all their flexibility back but get them started right away with these isometric exercises uh, and a postural strengthening program but I've had some really good success using radial pressure wave therapy for the opathies uh, especially if they come in and they haven't had any real conservative treatment and they're out of that acute inflammatory stage um, so give Give that a try and see how you do with that. Now, if you have had, you know, no benefit with conservative management, you need to, you know, rule out a tear. So getting an MRI is not a bad idea. Some people tear that flexor pronator mechanism and need to have that repaired. Um, some people will undergo injection, but you have to be cautious here because of the uh, location next to the cubital tunnel. And then sometimes surgery is indicated, but to be totally honest with you, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody ever have surgery for this. Um, and they usually do well with conservative management. So um, put them on a good strengthening program, good maintenance program, especially when they get done um, their PT program or OT program, and uh, keep them strong. That's going to be important. Now, 
coming up here, we are going to be bringing back some of our older classic episodes um, regarding cervical spine nerve root compression from C5 through T1. We're going to be doing five to six weeks of isolating uh, that nerve root and talk to you about the common signs and symptoms, the findings, how we manage them, um, and that'll be coming up. Uh, the person who does all of my editing and myself are going to be extremely busy in the next month, month and a half. So we're going to pre-record some of these and uh, take back some of these classics, bring them out for you. Um, something we've put out there a couple of years ago, but it's evergreen and it's, you know, I'm still evaluating people using these same techniques and, um, you know, it's all going to help complement the new cervical spine radiculopathy ebook that we just put out. And um, I hope you enjoy all of those episodes coming up and I hope you enjoy today's episodes. So I hope you did and um, take care. Be kind to each other. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.